Hello and welcome to the Beanbag Podcast. I'm Jackson. I'm Julian. I'm Kai. I'm Joey. I'm Jericho. I'm Indy. And today we're going to be talking with special guest teacher, Miss T. So, hello, Miss T. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, too. Uh, we're happy to have you here. So, to kick things off, where did you grow up? I grew up in Nevada City, California. It's in between here and Lake Tahoe. Oh, when I, when I heard Nevada City, I thought you were about to finish off with Nevada. I didn't know there was a city in California that had Nevada in the name. Was it a small town or like... Like, or like a big town compared to Vacaville or same size? It's a little town. It's about 2,500 people, and it's a gold mining community. How long did you live there for? I lived there. I was born there, and I lived there until I was 18 and went off to college. What made you move over to Vacaville and start working over here? Ooh, good question. Um, okay, we were living in the Bay Area at the time, mm-hmm. and it's expensive. And I had a friend that lived here in Vacaville, and she said, just come and check it out. So my poor husband drives to San Leandro, which is in the Bay Area, every day to go to work. So you went from the small town Mm -hmm. to the big Bay Area to here. We went from a small town to Oceanside, California, which is by San Diego. Okay. Then we went to San Leandro, and then we came here. Okay, so y'all have been all over California. That's crazy. California. What did you want to be when you grew up? I actually think I did want to be a teacher. Dang. Dang. I know. You wanted to be a teacher your whole life? Uh What made you want to be like a teacher when you were a kid? Um, I think I liked being in charge and telling people what to do. (laughs) It's it's not the reality of the situation, but... (laughs) Did you like your, like, original teachers growing up, or do you feel like you wanted to do a better job than them? Um, Some of them I really liked, and some of them really needed to find different careers. (laughs) So was there, like, a favorite subject that you had in school that you considered, like, going into for teaching? I loved my U.S. history teacher in high school. She was fabulous. So the short little lady that just gave us all sorts of, like, crazy stories about American history. It was so much fun. So you liked the class and the teacher? It was just a mixture of both? Both, yeah. That's cool. Did you have steps planned out, like going through college, on how you were going to get to your dream of being a teacher? Okay, so my parents' deal was that as long as we weren't married, they would pay for college. And so the deal was I went through a JC because it's much more financially responsible. Mm -hmm. And then I went off to Chico State. And then at that point in time, I decided I wasn't going to finish my credential. I would move on. Was there ever, like... A breaking point where you were like, you know what, I don't think that teaching is going to work out for me, but you still like persevered and ended up being a teacher? Or was it always like, I'm going to be a teacher, that's what I want to do, and you ended up reaching your goals? Um, there was a, an end point where I had reached my bachelor's degree, and then I needed to take a break. I was a little bit burnt out mm. on, on going to school at that point in time. So, And then I had a family. Well. Nice. What was your first job? Was it before college or after? It was before college. I worked at a sandwich shop um, candy store combination in my town of Nevada City. (laughs) How did you like that job? It was really fun. It was making, like, milkshakes and doing, figuring out the scale for the the candy. It, it It was a great job. Yeah, making milkshakes and measuring candy. Yeah. That is a 
What's quite your the combination. Favorite, oh, sorry. What was your favorite childhood me- uh, memory? Um, we used to always go to Fort Bragg. It's in Northern California for family vacations, and there's this great, really cold beach that was right within walking distance. So we'd um, ride bikes up and down the roads and look for shells and stuff like that. I love Fort Bragg. I love the beach. So um, how did you start working at Kairos? So Mrs. Shea mom is a really good friend of mine Mm -hmm. and my oldest son was going off to college and I said I really need to get a job at this point in time to help pay for him to go to college and so Mrs. Shea hooked me up and got me an interview and that's how it all started. What's your favorite thing about Kairos? I love the people here. I love the staff. I love the students. I love the atmosphere. Do you have a memory from Kairos that is your favorite? Ooh, a Kairos memory. Um, I just love the whole atmosphere here and the people that I get to meet and the teachers and Mrs. Grantzella and Mrs. Barnes and Ms. Cruz and Ms. Um, Zadnick and Ms. Hobbs, like all these, all the middle school teachers are really a great people to be around. So they're fun to be with professionally, but also just socially. Um, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Ooh, I'm not exactly sure what, what goals I have in five years. Um, I'll probably still be here and enjoying myself. And I'm assuming that in five years, I'll probably have grandkids. So Nice. Do you still feel like you'll be working in like this part of Kairos in five years, or do you feel like you're, you're going to be, like, taking a step forward? Yeah, like, taking a step forward. Um, that's interesting, and that has been a topic of conversation, but I don't know. I'm, I'm ready to do that. <laughs> um, what would you say is your, like, greatest achievement in your life? Like, not just at Kairos. What was the greatest achievement? Oh, my boys. My boys are awesome human beings, and I'm really, really, really proud of them. They what are... are um, my oldest is Dustin, my middle is Matt, and my youngest is Kyle. And not only are they smart people, but they're just good, solid, helpful, kind, loving, annoying in the best way. Are they all in college right now? Yes. Yes, nice. my oldest is graduating college this year. If you could go back to your college self, what would you tell yourself? Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, I would tell myself to just enjoy it and take my time and try more new things. Like, just Mm. try everything and give it a shot. And How bad could it possibly be? You know? Is there anything you felt like you missed out trying in college? No, I just wish I had been a little bit more adventuresome. Like, um... There's different clubs and, and places to go, and and I don't know if I would do it, but the whole, like, backpacking through Europe thing, or, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, taking a train through yeah. Europe or, or something like that, and just taking that summer and, and, and staying at the hostels, I'm, I'm much more of a plan ahead and make sure that you stick to your itinerary kind of girl, yeah. but I kind of wish I could embrace that. And in college, I probably 
would have been more open to it. Have Have you ever gone skydiving before? I know that's a weird question. <laughs> <but> like, <laughs> I mean, that's quite adventurous. I, mean, I have not. Have you I, ever thought about it? I have thought about it, but my my idea is that um, it's a perfectly good airplane. Why would you jump out of it? Yeah. So it's like it's a weird question because like all of a sudden in like the middle of like my sister's uh, college year she's like you know I'm gonna go skydiving with some of my friends it was just the most random thing but she did it and she had a good time so is she gonna do I, it again though I'm I'm not sure but I want to go skydiving enough times so you can get like get your permit and go on your own I feel mm. like that would be fun so you're wow. willing to jump oh, out of a perfectly okay. good airplane I would, there's yeah. like no mechanical issues with it whatsoever and you're just getting Jump right up, for sure. Hopefully there's nothing wrong with my parachute. <laughs> <laughs> That's the part part. I feel like us being on the floor right now, we're able to say, like, of course I would go skydiving, but once you're in that plane and you're seeing how far away the ground is, I feel like you would be a bit more scared to go skydiving. Yeah, I would have, like, a lot of adrenaline, like, looking down. Yeah, right, right here on the ground right now, I'd say for sure I'd do it. I just want to make sure that my phone isn't in my pocket because it'd be kind of tough <laughs> to lose it up that air. high in the air. Unless you want to take your B reel up there. Oh, <laughs> gonna take the B reel. It's well skydiving. Yeah, I don't know where Indy's going with the with the skydiving enough times to where he can do it himself. I don't want to go that far. Okay, well, speaking of adventurous things, what do you think is the most adventurous thing that you've ever done? Oh, um, the most adventurous thing that I have ever done. It would probably be. Well, I've gone whitewater rafting, and that was that that was fun. Mm. That's definitely fun. Um, probably just surviving having three children. It's mm. <laughs> that's adventurous. It is. You have boys. I mean, you guys are boys. You know what you're like. Yeah. You're jumping off of things and. <laughs> Taking sticks and whacking each other with them, and Parkour. I don't know, riding Parkour. bikes with no Parkour. handlebars Parkour. and no, no handlebars. I don't. I mean, I mean, just the the things that happen. That well, like in my defense, my brakes are broken, so I I can't really oh my use God. my brakes. Uh huh. Yeah, riding bikes with no brakes down a really big hill. Uh huh. Wow. Seeing how long it takes. Who's the first one to break? Uh huh. What's the craziest thing you've seen them do? Um. They jump off of things often. Um, my husband did the the whole ride the uh, mountain bike down a hill with his buddies to see who would use their brakes first. Oh. Yeah, it was so it smart. Ended, it ended poorly <laughs> for all of them. Oh, no. <laughs> but none of them used their brakes. Oh. So you know, oh. you know, <laughs> they're all willing to go <laughs> as far as they could. Okay, this is a random question. Like, oh. we were talking about bikes and stuff. Uh -huh. But if you could have dinner with three people, like, in history, like, alive or dead, which three people would you choose? That's a good question. Ooh. What do you mean by in history? Like, historical people or just anyone? No, just, just anyone. Okay, by okay, in okay. history, I meant alive or dead. Anyone. That's a hard question. I would really... I, one would be my great-grandmother when she was young because mm -hmm. I did know her when she was in her 90s and she had quite the life like she was what she was one of those people that came across the country on the on the wagon train kind of a thing but I don't think she was quite wagon train and then she had um, 
a couple of kids in Kansas, and, and she was, like, a teacher at 16, and, and like, I mean, she at had 16? this, yeah, she had this, wow. like, she had this kind of, like, little house on the prairie life-ish, but not really, I don't know, I would just love to, like, dig deep into that. Did her being a teacher at 16 inspire you at all to become a teacher? She was a really wonderful lady, like, she was, she was funny, and, like, um, she was in her 90s, I think it was, and my dad is, is a funny guy, but um, my grandma had a cane at that point in time, my great-grandma had a cane at that time, so she would get out of cars, and her, like, goal was to try and place her cane on your toe, and, like, like, just, just to see. Like, Love giving people a hard time. <laughs> so she would put it on her, on his toe, and then she would push herself up. And then, but you can't move, right? Because your great-grandmother's yeah. getting out of the car. And so my dad would be like, oh, grandma, grandma. And she'd just laugh and just think it was the funniest thing. <laughs> she was. Grandma got jokes. Grandma got jokes. <laughs> she was a prankster. She was, she was who I always strive to be like because she was kind but, but sassy <laughs> in the best way. <laughs> Who would the other two people at the dinner be? Mm. I feel like there's so many historical figures that I can't even begin to choose. Because some of them just kind of went a little crazy. Um, I'm just like looking around the room trying to get inspiration here. Um... I think Benjamin Franklin would be an interesting person to talk to, just because he's, I think he's intriguing. There's there's a, a lot that I think we, that I don't know about him, but I've heard bits and pieces. Well, would you ask him for a $100 bill? I absolutely would ask him for a $100 mm. bill. Okay. Would he know what I was talking about? Probably not, but you know. Oh, yeah, that's true. He probably wasn't alive when he got on the $100 bill. Oh. I wasn't thinking about that. I wasn't thinking that far. Um, and maybe, like, Amelia Earhart. Just see, you know. That'd be, what happened to her? She's the one who, uh, she's the one. What? Coconut crabs. Yeah, they found her remains on an island, and that's where coconut crabs are populated. She, I think they were, I think Jericho was asking what she was famous for, not how she died. (laughs) So, she was, um, she was a pilot who tried to fly around the world. No, I already know that. Well, uh, what were you asking asking for? Yeah, what happened? Yeah, like. No, that's the thing is nobody knows how she died. Yeah, but if you ask her at the dinner in person, she'll be able to tell you. Oh, is that what you were trying to say? Yeah. Oh. But it depends then. Are you, are you talking to her before the flight or after? Like, well, now I got... want to talk to her after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> before it was before, but yeah, find out. Like, what happened? Where are you? Okay, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. That would be very interesting. What do you guys think happened to her? I was watching a show, and I think they found some remains. I don't know. Oh, dang. With coconut crabs? No. I never no. heard no, of that. That was the weirdest thing ever. Um, I love how you were like talking about like historical figures being at your dinner, and I'm like, oh, I would have this celebrity and this celebrity. <laughs> My dinners are all filled with rappers. It's be a fun time. Sure, Jackson. Um, so, what was like your favorite like oh, what's like your favorite cheating memory of like a kid or something like that? Um, 
I've, uh, there's been a, a couple that I've seen from sixth grade through eighth grade that the difference in them from sixth grade to eighth grade has just been like leaps and bounds. Mm -hmm. And when mm -hmm. I think back to them from when they came in at sixth grade and to when they graduated, it's, it's heartwarming. I mean, y'all are awesome. Don't get me wrong, but a few of you. Have been. I'm not. I'm, I'm not offended at all. <laughs> yeah, everyone had to grow a little bit. There is nobody that was perfect in sixth grade. That was wild. A wild year. Yeah. That was a wild year for you. How was the COVID year for you? Oh, the yeah. COVID year. Oh, so yeah. menacing. It was menacing, and 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 really at home a lot, and seeing people on on Zoom and. Yeah, that was that was interesting. We also had um, internet issues at my house, and oh, so then no. we were having a hard time like logging on, and yeah. <laughs> it turned into a whole thing. But you can't go anywhere, yeah, because nothing was open. So like Starbucks with their free Wi-Fi was not a thing. Schools were closed, yeah. And um, once we were able to come back here on campus, I came here a lot to do work because we had to log on. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was, um, that was the, the first time that Mr. Railing was teaching was during, during oh, COVID. Oh, yeah. So we, we never got to see Mr. Railing until we came to campus. And there he is. He was just this little, little tiny guy in, in his box. And when I saw him in person, I'm like, oh, he tall. That's what everyone was thinking. <laughs> everyone was thinking, whoa, 6'3". three a basketball player. <laughs> For real. I actually saw him drive in the first day in his, in his little car. And okay. I was like, oh, that's, I'm going to wait and see what he is. And then he just kept standing and just kept standing and standing and standing and standing. <laughs> that was wild. I remember everyone freaking out when they walked into history class. They were like, whoa, he's tall. <laughs> crazy it's it's crazy to me how from the COVID year which it's funny how we talk about it like it was all that long ago when it really wasn't but the thing that's like that baffles me is that COVID's still like a big problem in the world but you don't hear it being talked about as often anymore because right. it used to be the biggest thing in the news at the time yeah. and now it's like like a part of normal life it's a thing that happens everyone knows that there's always risk of COVID now it's like mm -hmm. the flu yeah so yeah. it it's, it's just crazy how things changed over the years. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't think so many people are ending up in the hospital as, as terribly sick as they were at the beginning, too. So that was mm -hmm. intense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was intense. They, they've slowed it down a little bit, but it, it's still a problem. Mm -hmm. So I guess to finish things off, what is your wonder thought? The thing that keeps you up at night? What It could be a conspiracy theory. It could be... How does Santa make it across the world? Like, For example, here's here's one. Okay, so like, if you lock a door, you technically made a door a wall. What? <laughs> what, bro? Like, if, if you lock a door, okay. well, then it's no longer a door. It's just a wall. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh, I like it. Yeah. So, like, what's what's one of your like wonder thoughts or like? I I wonder how Jericho comes up with these things. <laughs> They're amazing. <laughs> Jericho says a lot of crazy things. Thank you. <laughs> uh, my favorite one is, um, what would happen if Pinocchio says, my nose will grow? Because oh. how do you know? Because if he's lying, it'll grow, but then it's the truth. That's true. So I don't know what happened. Maybe his nose would just like start growing and like decreasing repeatedly. I don't know what happened. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good one. That is a good one. So, so what's yours? Is it was Jericho yours? It, it is. It's it's the Wonderman of Jericho. Wow, that is quite the wonder thought. That was not what I was expecting. I was expecting something crazy. <laughs> thank you, Miss Steve. Um, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Jericho is a little bit crazy. Well, thank you, Miss T, for being here. And thank you guys for listening to our podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Kairos Beanbag and on anchor.fm slash the beanbag. This has been the beanbag. Thank you guys for listening. Let's go.